Good evening. Come on in and have a sit down for a little bit here. Uh, let's have another talk with uh, Papa Joe about some stuff. Let's chat with Papa Joe. Tonight we're going to talk about some expectations. And parents, this one's going to be for you. This ain't going to be for the chilling. All right. The, I'm sending them home. Sending them in with Mama. They're going to go in and make some cookies. Do whatever they're going to do in there. All right. And we're going to talk about a little something. Because y'all been skimping on your duties. Look it. As a parent, our job is to put realistic expectations into kids, right? And if we ain't realistic about it, this is the kind of stuff we're going to get. Alright, this this meme that come across today, come across my, my thread here, is kind of joking, but kind of not. Because if you look at the news and look at how things are going, people really expect this. And I don't blame the kids. I don't blame them at all. Okay, and this one starts out with somebody basically the gist of it is they're saying let's do a reality show where billionaire CEOs have to live off of the salary of their lowest paid employee. Alright, just let that sink in for a minute. Alright, now one of the responses, alright, is how about a reality show where the lowest paid worker has to do the job of the CEO for a month and not bankrupt the company. Boom. Boom. Hit a right square on the head right there. I want you all to think about this of what you're teaching your kids. When we start using words like fair, equitable, just... Those kind of words that we're putting out there without any gosh darn content, all right? What you're telling the kids is that what one person has, another one deserves. You can have just as much as your brother. You can have just as much as your sister. You deserve as much as the other kids in school. You deserve just as much playtime on the, on the field, um... Then they get to grow up and they start to think in that. And, and let me tell you, as a as a veteran, I did 21 years in the military, which means I didn't exactly leave at a junior rank. All right. I'm a supervisor here in the world and I'm and I'm raising kids and I'm raising grandkids. And that's, you know, kind of where we're coming from. And that's why I'm telling you, stop sending your kids this way, expecting Fair means equal. Fair does not mean equal at all. That's not how this works. You need to start teaching your kids some realistic expectations from the bottom up. And I'm not saying you got to be mean. I'm not saying you've got to make them miserable. We had a, uh, a really cool saying I learned when I was stationed with uh, the Marine Corps. The best times of my life, the Marine Corps, Semper Fi, hoorah. You don't have to train to be miserable. Misery will already come. You don't have to train your kids to be miserable. You need to train your kids to deal with the misery appropriately. 
And what really, what really kind of set me off about that particular meme and being a supervisor and being a supervisor in the military and being a parent and a man of the house. And I know all you, you, you're going to have a lot of you people saying, Oh, he's a chauvinist, all that stuff. Well, that's just how we run our house. You run your house how you want to. No judgment. That's how it works. But as, as the man, my responsibility is to also maintain certain, certain things. And one of those is is some of the interactions. You don't come into this house saying, well, Mama got to make cookies, and I'm hungry, so I'm going to make whatever I want. No, that's not how it works. And we have these kids coming in thinking, well, the CEO makes so much money, he should share it. The CEO, the owner of the company, or my supervisor does all this stuff, he needs to do more work. Teach your kids their place in society and that sounds really bad but we're getting away from the meaning of the words and we're getting down to the feeling of the words when somebody tells you know your place take it for what it is um if that right particular thing offended you if that particular saying offends you well you're in the penalty box go back to episode one we all have a place in society and that that place comes with responsibility and it comes with a certain amount of reward if you want to get into that reward or that value system you need to move on there's nothing wrong with not making money this whole thing is predicated, this whole thing of, well, a CEO needs to, or the lowest paid employee needs to, is because we're valuing money. And that just isn't, that. that's not the direction we really want to go with this. What we want to do is we want to teach our kids to value their place, value where you're at, learn from it, and profit off of what you have in the now. Otherwise, you cannot move forward. The lowest paid employee in in any organization may be that 19-year-old high school graduate. It may be that 21 or 23-year-old college graduate. That There's a reason that they're in that spot. Age, time, time and grade, things like that. They don't have the same responsibilities just like the CEO does not have the same responsibility as the mail carrier, the janitor. The guy working on the line, the individual truck driver, you know, the owner of a truck driving company has a lot more to lose and he's got a lot on the line. He's got a lot more riding on that than the truck driver. He can't do it without the truck driver, but there's a lot more risk. A truck driver can wreck that truck and move on, be late for an appointment, move on to another, another company or say, oh, well, move on. The owners of the companies, the CEOs, have what's called vested interest. Teach your kids to vest themselves, invest themselves, get a vested interest in what they're doing, and then move forward. If you don't do that, then you're going to have these kids like this particular person. Well, maybe we need to have them live off of the lowest paid worker's salary. Well, maybe they did. Maybe that's where they started at. You don't know that. Most of the time you can. There's a a very good statistic that bears this out. One thing that came to light with uh, 
during the last election, not this one in 2020, but during the last election, we started talking about millionaires, millionaires, millionaires. And that's a big thing is millionaires and CEOs and these people, most of them. Now, again, you know, I'm not a harping on statistics, but you know, if, it's, if I say most, it means we're talking 80, 90, but I believe it was 90 plus percent of the millionaires, CEOs, chairmen's we're first generation. There's very few people living out there on the Vanderbilt, the Hit, the Hiltons, and all that stuff. There's very few of those left. There's there's not many of them. Most of your people that have made this money today started from the bottom up. And the reason they did that is they had vested interest in what they did. You know, everyone knows the story. We're not going to harp, but you know, the Microsoft was started in a garage. They invested themselves. They lived off of that, and then they moved up, and then they moved up, and then they moved up, and now they're now look at them. So start teaching your kids where they are at now, not where they're going. And I know we always want to say, look ahead and make a plan. That's the biggest fallacy that you have ever been taught. Look ahead and make a plan. It's always kind of neat to have a goal, and you should have a goal, but a goal also limits you. When you get limited in that goal, get good in what you're doing. Look around, and you might find that your goal is in a wrong direction. It's something you wanted. Uh, For instance, when I first went in the military, my goal was to get out of small-town America. I did not want to milk another cow. I don't care, did not care in 1988 if I ever saw another bale of hay, if I ever chopped another cord of wood, I went in with a goal of getting out. You go, go into it, look around, look at where you're at, get into a company, look around, and you might find we're teaching our kids at a very early age to start expecting at 10, 11, 12, and 13 years old to be CEOs. That they can bypass everything. Then they get disappointed when they turn 18 or they turn 22, 23, walk out with a bachelor's degree, walk in and they go, I'm only making twenty or $30,000 a year. Duh. Don't be mad at the CEO. Don't be mad at the other people. Look at where you're at. Enjoy it. And find out if that's really where you want to be. I don't know how many people I've seen... Just think about it. When you go into a hospital, look at how many people are nurses and doctors. And you look at them and you go, this ain't what you wanted to be, is it? This is not what you wanted to be. But yet they were groomed. They were forced into it. They got into it and they set a goal and they went. A lot of them, a lot of people you can tell by looking, they don't want to be there. But they were forced there because they had this goal when you're 19 or 20 nobody's got that shit figured out when you're that old you get in there look around then move up look around and then move up that's what you need to be teaching your kids don't worry about what your supervisors and what other people are making are they happy are they satisfied And what can you do to be satisfied? As long as you keep comparing yourself to somebody else, you will never, ever, ever be satisfied. If you keep expecting somebody else is going to hand you their stuff, you will never be satisfied. I don't care how much money you make. A CEO of one company will go, well, they make, that CEO makes more money. Okay. Don't worry about it. 
don't, you know, I teach my kids, do they want to go to college? Well, I don't even entertain the, I don't even entertain the discussion with the grandkids, with anybody else. Do you want to go to college? What do you want to get out of it? Do you want to go in the military? What do you want to get out of it? Quit teaching these kids that they got to have a goal. Find out what they like now and nurture it. Do they like welding? Do they like arts and crafts stuff? In today's age of, well, podcasting and web design and all that, arts and crafts has become a very significant um, skill to have. So these are some things to just to think about. These is, This is something that tweaked Papa, and I just wanted to share it with you all tonight. Uh, I need you all to just bow your heads and pray, and I need you all to think about that for a hot minute. You're, remember, rule number three. Somebody is always looking. And if you're constantly blaming somebody else for not giving you what you think you deserve, they're seeing that. And they're going to keep continually trying to do that exact same thing. All right. Well, Papa is now going to go with Mama and do grown-up stuff. Y'all have a good, good evening. Mm -hmm.